0: So we're getting to the end of 2022 and this always gets people into the mindset of making new goals as we start to get ready to ring in the new year. Now, before you start to create those goals, you definitely want to make sure you set yourself up so that you can actually achieve your goals. So that's why I've got this Rewind episode for you here today. Today, I have my guest, Tracy, who is going to be sharing with you some ways so that you can actually make and set goals that you will actually achieve in 2023. Now, I know you have big dreams and goals and aspirations, and you have tried a lot of The different systems and planners and things like that to actually help you to reach those goals. But you found that you just haven't been able to get to it. Maybe it's trying to get the house decluttered, or maybe it's running a 5K, or maybe you're ready to start your own business. Whatever the case or the goal is, there are different things that are making it really challenging to actually reach these goals. But there is a way that you can actually start to make progress on these goals with the tools and tips that Tracy talks about and with a new product that I have called Home Life Trello. In Home Life Trello, I'm going to give you a productivity... In Home Life Trello... I teach you how to use Trello, which is a project management tool that is going to help you with getting all of the things in your life systematized and organized from getting things together with the meals so that you don't ever have to worry about what you're going to eat for dinner. Or maybe it's tracking your fitness and health goals so that you are in the best shape you've ever been in your life. If you are wanting to get this different system that is going to help you with achieving your goals, definitely check out the link in the description or go to realhappymom.com slash home-life-trello and get Home Life Trello so that you can start to really get productive and start living out your dreams and goals. The best part is that Home Life Trello is only $27 when most of the Trello courses out there are at least $97 and above. I have made it so simple and easy for you. And like I said, it's only $27. So check out the link in the description, get Home Life Trello so that you can start to get organized and get productive. Now, I know you have big dreams and goals and aspirations, and you have tried a lot of the different systems and planners and things like that to actually help you to reach those goals, but you found that you just haven't been able to get to it. Maybe it's trying to get the house decluttered, or maybe it's running a 5K, or maybe you're ready to start your own business. Whatever the case or the goal is, there are different things that are making it really challenging to actually reach these goals. But there is a way that you can actually start to make progress on these goals with the tools and tips that Tracy talks about and with a new product that I have called Home Life Trello. In Home Life Trello... I teach you how to use Trello, which is a project management tool that is going to help you with getting all of the things in your life systematized and organized from getting things together with the meals so that you don't ever have to worry about what you're going to eat for dinner. Or maybe it's tracking your fitness and health goals so that you are in the best shape you've ever been in your life. If you are wanting to get this different system that is going to help you with achieving your goals, definitely check out the link in the description or go to realhappymom.com slash home-life-trello and get Home Life Trello so that you can start to really get productive and start living out your dreams and goals. The best part is that Home Life Trello is only $27 when most of the Trello courses out there are at least $97 and above. I have made it so simple and easy for you. And like I said, it's only $27. So check out the link in the description, get Home Life Trello so that you can start to get organized and get productive. But before we jump in, I just want you to share a little bit about you and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I am a productivity consultant and behavior change coach. So I kind of came from the corporate world over. And when I had my kids, it was just a really um, obvious transition for me that that kind of jet setting lifestyle that I thought would fit into my life wasn't going to who I was becoming was not that. So I um, did a pivot and I changed my business to more focus on individuals as opposed to kind of corporate productivity and improvements strategies and behavior change, and focus more on moms that were building their businesses and trying to integrate kind of family and business into the same, you know, into the lifestyle that we crave, right? And how those small, simple changes can really make the differences in our day and in our lives. So that was the pivot. And that's what led me here.
0: Awesome. I love all of that. And I love that you're coming on to talk to us today because we have a new year approaching and I must say 2020 has been a heck of a year. So (laughs) I think we are all looking forward to 2021 and starting something new, but I feel like this is a perfect time for us to reflect and to make goals for the new year. So I just wanted you to share, how can we set goals that will actually motivate us and give us momentum?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, we are all ready for that, right? We're so primed and ready to kind of make some progress and feel kind of good and get back out there eventually. Uh, And so for me, when I look at motivation for goals, uh, one of the big things is kind of having and connecting in, like, it's the same with your life, right? Like connecting in with um, why something is important to you. And I think, you know, really kind of building in that intrinsic motivation is one of the biggest keys. And sometimes that's not always what starts the goal, but really if we can find for ourselves, what um, is our reason why to do something um, and really connect into that. It's our goal, not a should, so no shoulding all over us, <laughs> as we say, right, but really connecting in that we actually truly believe in that goal. That's a, an awesome starting point. And it's going to kind of drive you forward. And if you can kind of set that vision out at the outset, and really support it with what it means to you, um, you're going to be able to persevere through those tougher times when maybe it's not going as well as it could be. So vision is you know, having the vision of what you want it to be is number one. Number two is really connecting in with why that matters to you. And number three, and I think sometimes this one gets overlooked, but from a motivation perspective, if we can kind of connect in some of the strongest, most motivating goals are connected in with our identity. And you wouldn't expect us to necessarily see that. Like we always say, write it down, share it, you know, all of those kind of obvious things. But when you can really get to a goal and connect it into who you want to become, that becomes so much more powerful and so much more motivating. So, you know, an example in motherhood for me is because goals aren't just in our business and our big things, but I was like, I want to be a mom that is calm, respectful. That's a goal. It doesn't happen every day, right? But if I can keep that in the forefront of, I want to be that in my day with my kids and i've connected to strong reasons why and building resilient children and how important that is for me it's easier for me to step into the day and when i get flustered or i get frustrated i literally it's like i have this angel sitting on my shoulder that says what would a calm and respectful mom do (laughs) and that just helps me solidify some of the behaviors that will help to meet those goals that i put down for myself so that's a simple example of how powerful that
0: could be. Yes, yes. And I love that you brought that example up in particular because like you said, like a lot of times I think we focus more so on um, business and we don't realize that we can make goals even just for like, like you said, mommyhood. And it is really, really helpful when you brought it down to that level. But I just wanted to just touch on a couple of things before we moved on. And you brought up three things. You said vision. Um, because that is one thing I think that a lot of times we don't take a lot of time to think about because I know in particular, especially when it comes to health goals, all I'm thinking about is what I want to look like and I want to be this size. Like I'm not really visualizing a lot of other things that are going to help me get there. But that is one big one. (laughs) I just wanted you to break that one down just a little bit more because you touched on it, but I feel like there's more to it than just okay, just have a vision of what I want.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, Let's unpack that. Right. Um, okay. So in all of this ties in kind of vision, your why, and kind of connecting into kind of who you want to be, like really that identity of yourself. So we all start with that, right? Like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like that's our target. That's our goal. Right. And, um, and so often it's like, mm, okay, well, why? Like who actually owns this goal? Like, what's actually driving that. And that vision is, if you can start to kind of connect into what's important about that, okay, well, you know what, like, yeah, I want to look good. So that's the first reason, right? And it's like, you go five whys deep, right? Well, why is that important? (laughs) Right? And then we start to, okay, well, actually, like, I don't feel good about myself. Well, hey, that's a deeper level, right? So um, why is it important to really feel good for yourself? Like, Well, that's how I want to show up in my day. And that's kind of how I envisioned this. And I have these kids and I need to be able to play with them. And I don't feel good physically. I don't feel good emotionally or mentally. And I think that that would make a big change for me. And so you start to really dive into that of like, and I want to be here and I want to be able to play with my kids. And those are really strong drivers for why you want to lose 20 pounds right and so you start to kind of get into that connection of what it means to you and having a goal that is meaningful and connected into your life you start to you know make those connections you're really going to solidify um, the reasons behind it and internalize that and when you can have those stronger connections to this makes sense why I'm doing this it no longer becomes a question of whether you should get up and go to the gym or get up and do your run it starts to become well this is who I am and and then you can start to focus on not especially when you're starting out so that vision kind of frames it for you and setting that kind of connection in, starts to be the intrinsic motivator for you. But what makes the difference is then you break it down and it becomes more not about the losing the 20 pounds, but what are the daily actions I can take that are going to move me forward. So you start to focus on not the result, not the 20 pounds, but the process goal. So what am I going to do to lose 20 pounds? And that's where the power starts to come in, especially when you initially start to set these goals, like at the beginning of the year, as we always do focus on that process part of what am I going to do? I'm going to, you know, aim to get up and walk three times a week, but you can even back that up farther. If you are just starting out, I am someone that gets up and I put my running shoes on and I commit to going out the door. That's enough whatever I do outside of the door is icing on the cake. So it's a bonus. Just get out the door, set that habit in place, become someone that exercises regularly as part of kind of your daily routine. Right. And then that will build momentum. So we talked about kind of that momentum piece when you can kind of put those pieces in place in your day. And that's just what you do. You don't have to rely on the motivation part or the quote-unquote willpower anymore, it, be, it just becomes what you do. And that is the more powerful part that builds those results and gets you to kind of that 20-pound Weight loss, because that's just who you're becoming, and then you solidify that with your family to be like, "Oh no, family! Healthy lifestyle is really important. These are values we want to instill on our kids. Values is huge for motivation, right? So all of that kind of fits together, and that's kind of like the big unpacking of how this starts to work together to build that motivation where you don't have to rely on willpower. It's it's kind of who you are. You ingrain it as habits, and you become that. It's like, I am a runner over, I'm going to run three times a week. No, I'm, I'm a runner. That's who I am.
0: Yes. I like that so much more because yeah, I have set so many goals for myself to do so many great things. And I think I've done the should too much. Like you said, I've been shooting too much. <laughs> and that is the reason why it's been hard. But in particular, I know when we have these big grand goals, sometimes it's hard to keep track of the progress. So I was just wondering, how can we be- do better about tracking our goals so we actually know that we're making progress?
1: Totally, totally. So. um For progress, uh, let's see how I can kind of frame this. I like to say that progress is power, right? And so again, kind of going back to if you're starting out in the small goals, we talked a little bit about that, about really kind of setting that process down or kind of the action or the task that you can actually accomplish that's within your control right? And you can start to um, track that progress. So it's not just about the losing the 20 pounds or the making $100,000 by the end of the year, like whatever it is, your financial goals in your business, right? You can actually start to track your progress if you can break down your bigger goals into more process goals so that you can not get caught on this negative spiral if you don't meet the outcome or the results, but you're looking at the progress that takes you forward because you don't want to get into the negative spin. You want to build that momentum. And sometimes setting those smaller process goals can help you actually put those mile markers down that will help you move forward a little bit. It will help you measure that progress. So I have an example for you of what I do in my personal life just to kind of bring it home if you want to see. So, and make this personal, like make it fun. Like this isn't one size fits all. Like we all have different productivity or goal setting preferences or styles, right? So figure out what's motivating and rewarding for you and what really works for you and go with that. For me, what I did, especially when we're starting out, so starting my business, big goal, right? Like I want to be... Um, financially profitable, like that's a huge goal. And I put a number on that. But wow, like sometimes that's a little bit, it's not always fully within our control. So if I can back it up when I'm starting out, and I say, okay, that's my goal for the year, right, we're coming into a new year cycle, a lot of us have businesses, or we're kind of running, you know, running our businesses, running our home, that's a big, big, goal to shoot for. And we're going to start to set those ones. If you can break that down, I like to do it. I say, what are the five milestones? Right. And then I actually have this list on my fridge. Every year I redo it. It's simple, right? Five milestones. And the first milestone I put, I put three things that I've already done because I want to look at that list And I want to prove it to myself that I know I can do this. And sometimes we forget about the things that we've done. And when we need that kind of confidence boost, we can go back to that and be like, okay, no, 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 I've done this. The next step is not as big because I know I've done these three steps leading up to it. Right. And so your steps kind of get bigger and bigger. So then your next milestone, you're going to put what are the next three steps that I need to do, the tasks or processes that I need to do to get to that next milestone. So it's like your milestone markers, as you go down the list and you date them, you're like, yep, check, cross that one off, you know, started my email list, got my first hundred subscribers, you know, got my first clients paying, uh, launched a new product and they start to get bigger and bigger and then you kick them off. And for me, what I do is every milestone marker, I put a big reward for myself. So it's funny because that can be like a really motivating thing. I, I have to do a webinar and I haven't done webinars. So I'm going to start to do these webinars. And I literally put on that goal, like that milestone marker that if I do those webinars, I get to buy this nice marble fruit bowl, <laughs> right? And it's like, I start to become like doing the webinars for the goal that I'm, atta- and then I have this nice marble fruit bowl. And it reminds me of the satisfaction of like the progress that I've made. And I look around my house and I'm like, that was that goal. That was that goal. I have a bottle of champagne in the fridge that I'm ready to crack for this goal. And so you, you start to remember and kind of connect into those little rewards and those milestones, not just kicking it off the list, but the things that actually symbolize or reflect back to you, your progress. And that can be motivation and keep you going in itself. So that's kind of a fun way of kind of setting that up. It's not just our habit trackers and things like that. Like you can make this fun and make it your own.
0: Yes, definitely. I love that. Cause I know that I had a big goal and I think it was it was, yeah, for my health goal, I had told myself I was going to buy myself some new workout clothes and I worked my booty off for of that because <laughs> I really wanted it because I like rarely buy myself stuff. So that's why I was like, oh yes, I'm going to get this because I need yeah. some clothes. But yeah. I love that you brought up the rewards because I think that sometimes we... We take the fun out of the goal and it that's why I think it turns into the should because yes. it's not fun. And so we're just making ourselves do something that we really don't even want to do, but we should yeah. be doing it.
1: Exactly, right? And so connect back into that, like have a strong reason. And then, yeah, like connect back into the fun and the reward and the enjoyment out of it, right? Like make it desirable for yourself and you're so much more likely to kind of move forward with that and make it like... Realistic. Like we all know smart goals, but really, actually, like it's okay to take small steps and prove that to yourself because the becoming of that goal, like the becoming of a person that accomplishes those goals, is so much more powerful than just accomplishing the goal itself. And that's huge. And we kind of often forget that identity piece. And that is such a strong driver.
0: Yeah. And one thing that I was thinking about while you were talking is about accountability, because I know that's one thing that I think I've heard a lot of people talk about like, oh yeah, like you said, write it down and tell somebody about it, that kind of thing. But I was just wondering how you feel about having someone to be accountable to or versus being accountable to yourself.
1: Yeah. So when I work with my clients, so productivity consultations or behavior change, I say you are accountable to yourself. How can I support you to be that? How do you want me to support that? So some people, they need to be accountable to me and they'll say, okay, you know, I want you to check in at this point or I'm going to report back to you at these markers and kind of we make a very tangible plan for it. And some people are like, thank you for taking the pressure off, like because this isn't for you. This is for me right? And that's that intrinsic driver that I really want to hit home. So a hundred percent, I use accountability partners myself, um, as, as well as for my clients and whatever form that is going to work best for them. So sometimes that can be an individual choice, but I, I definitely believe it, it, uh, it ups your, your odds of su- success significantly for sure. Um, I think there's a, a there's, there's like a number on it. Like if you can actually set an accountability appointment, um, it's like ups your odds of success, like 95%. I think that's the American society of training and development, 65% chance of completing your goal. If you commit to someone 95%, if you actually set a specific and accountability appointment to kind of report back about that, but you can be accountable to yourself. It's just, how do you actually want to action that is the difference.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Now this has all been really good. And I know that you've given us a lot to think about. So I just wanted you to give us one practical tip that we can start by implementing right now when it comes to setting our goals that we can actually achieve.
1: Totally. I would say, keep it simple. You know, like this stuff does not have to be complicated, especially if you found you haven't been getting traction. Uh, All you need is your goal and your next action. And you will start to fill in the gaps as you go. You don't have to have the perfect plan to start. Right. So keep it simple. Focus on kind of that essential, like what's that one goal that's going to have the biggest impact in your life? Start there. And what is one thing that you can do today to move towards it? And you will, your mind, having that vision, having that focus, your mind will start to fill in the gaps for you. And if you show up and keep asking that question, what am I going to do today to move myself forward? That's, that's your plan.
0: Got it. Yes. Love it. And definitely something I can do right now. Yes. (laughs) Tracy, you have given us so much. Thank you. I wanted you to just give us either a motivational quote or words of encouragement for us real happy moms before we signed off.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So like, of course, I'm going to go to like the big, the big guns in the business here, right? So I'm pulling one from Tony Robbins for you. It's not about the goal. It's about growing to become the person that accomplishes that goal. So really kind of connecting in to um, kind of finding ourselves in that process.
0: Yes, definitely. Now, Tracy, if we want to connect with you or learn more about you, where can we find you online?
1: I am at T R A C Y L Y N N M O R G A N T-R-A-C-Y-L-Y-N-N-M-O-R-G-A-N.com and reach out to me or on Instagram or Facebook. And if you want to kind of, you know, get some help or support accomplishing those big goals or breaking them down or accountability, uh, let's connect. I have a three for 30 minute kind of goal setting session that we can start out with.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And I will make sure to include all those links in the show notes. So great. Tracy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this with us. This was awesome.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Now that does it for this episode. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 109 and you will find all the links that Tracy mentioned here. Now do me a favor, if you have enjoyed this episode and you enjoy listening to the Real Happy Mom podcast, leave me a rate and review in Apple Podcasts. This helps me out more than you know because it will get the message out to more moms so that we can truly be a real happy moms. Now that's it for this week. I'll catch you next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.